everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer from Weight No More Diet Center. If you work, whether in an office or a retail store or you're in the field all day, um, have you noticed how many of your fellow co-workers um, are very, very overweight or obese? That's what I wanted to talk about today. You know, obesity, uh, as everybody knows, uh, you don't have to be in the weight loss business to know this, uh, but that obesity is a very high risk uh, for a long, long list of serious medical diagnoses, as well as just overall poor health in general. Uh, you know, that translates to higher health care costs associated with those medical issues. Two-thirds of a typical American workforce is overweight or obese. They're at a higher risk for developing, you know, the diseases that cost employers a hell of a lot more. Uh, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, stroke is up to 50% more in annual health care costs versus healthy weight employees, which results in businesses experiencing substantial increases in their benefits premiums. And this is painful uh, for all employers, both big and small businesses alike. But of course, especially, you know, small businesses. Why? Um, a few years ago, Duke University Medical Center did a study and they found that as compared to their healthier non-obese counterparts. Um, some of the facts were, clear black and white facts, irrefutable facts, that obese workers filed twice the number of workers' comp claims. Obese employees had seven times higher medical costs from those claims. Obese employees lost 13 times more days of work due to injury or illness. Obese employees caused their employees to bear a 21% higher health care cost, and this was a couple of years ago, so in today's world, it's probably a hell of a lot more. Obesity among full-time employees costs U.S. Uh, American employees more than $73 billion, with a B, dollars per year. Now, if, you, if you're listening to this, are you an employer or a business owner who pays all or part of your employees' medical benefits and health insurance? Have you already begun to tell your overweight employees uh, that they'll have to pay a larger share of their health insurance premiums? Have the costs and all the crazy regulatory implications of the Affordable Care Act encouraged you uh, to cut your workforce headcount, you know, lower employee hours and, and or to avoid hiring obese job applicants or promoting obese employees? which is obviously a subliminal thing, but I understand why people might do it. A fact number one, a non-smoking healthy weight employee has fewer unplanned missed work days. And fact number two is that slimmer and healthier employees means lower employer paid premiums. So as a business owner or employer, here are the questions that you should be asking yourself. What would it mean to the bottom line of my business if we were to help our overweight and obese employees to help themselves lose weight and lower their insurance premiums, what if we could decrease absenteeism and medical claims while increasing the health and productivity of all who work here? What can we do to get a better, cheaper insurance plan for the company with a minimized pass-through, of course, to employees? Obesity is a leading source of workplace disability, absenteeism, and, and lack of productivity. So pr providing, you know, vending machines with healthier snacks or better food choices in the cafeteria is not enough to get employees to lose weight to work at their full potential. Similarly, providing free memberships, you know, to health facilities or free on-site wellness programs alone will not be successful. Those are all fine, of course. They're all great but they are only perks. They are not incentives or rewards 
for results. There is no commitment to achieve success, you know, in, in anything in life when stuff is free. And as a matter of fact, uh, in February last year, 2015, um, the American Journal of Managed Care, they issued findings of a study, uh, again, which I linked to at my website. And I just want to read two sentences of that. And I quote, no corporate weight control program has ever reported savings or even sustained weight loss using valid metrics across a sizable population for two years or more, accounting for dropouts and non-participants. And quote number two, corporate weight control programs are ineffective at reducing weight. In addition, the nexus between weight loss and savings slash productivity improvement is weak. And the authors of the study recommend phasing those corporate wellness programs out altogether and reallocating the resources that they put towards those programs towards creating um, you know, a higher, healthier uh, work environment for everyone. More and more businesses are penalizing workers who do not make healthy choices uh, by charging them higher uh, contribution amounts you know, from their paychecks to their own healthcare coverage. So if, if you are an employer right now and you don't want to be one of those employers, you, you must persuade employees to make better decisions about their own health and then reward those employees for the results. Your business will start eventually to enjoy the benefits of a healthier and happier workforce and lower health insurance premiums before too long. Now, if you want some ideas on how to do this and how we, uh, how I can help you, if you like, please go to our website at weightnomoredietcenter.com and visit our workforce weight loss page, which you will see under the programs menu header. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, please email me at info at uh, fatchatpodcast.com or send a message at Facebook or Twitter at Wait No More DC. If you want to keep up with all the good stuff we do and the info we provide, uh, once you're at our website, you can sign up for our free monthly electronic newsletter. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Wait No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.